Welcome to the Level Up Podcast. It's your boy, Coach Raj, and today I got a special guest here, guys. One of my boys from the gym, Josh. Special guest, he's out here putting in work, so I thought, why don't we have him on here to inspire people? Make sure we put in work and get started on your goals. All right, so Josh, introduce yourself. Tell them who you are, man. Hey, guys, I'm Josh Chapman. I played professional hockey beforehand. That led me into a career in firefighting, and I could not be happier to have an opportunity to speak today on the podcast. Yeah, and you have your own podcast, don't you? I do, I do. It's it's a little bit of a work in the making right now, but it's called Bear Talk. So I'm I'm here taking notes, but I'm also here as a guest. That's what it is, though. Right? You gotta you gotta put in like just the reps. You gotta get practice in, and it's kind of fun. I like the podcast. Man, I'm I'm an avid listener. I've actually passed <laughs> it along to a, to a couple guys at the uh, two couple guys at the fire hall here. Uh, Raj doing a great job, and uh, I've listened to all his all his episodes. So I'm uh, I'm excited to be a guest on today. I appreciate that, man. Honestly, it's kind of weird seeing people download my podcast and listening. I think I have about 122 now since three weeks ago. So it's just like it's just a weird feeling, dude. Like knowing that people are listening to me and sharing my podcast to other people. Well, it also just shows too that you have a voice that people want to listen to, right? Especially in a world of so much media, so much social media, we have that free time mm. to kind of do what you want. So to see that feedback and to see your growth, it's just a testament to, to your word and that people are interested. Oh man, that's, a, oh, that's really nice, huh? You bless your <laughs> shit. But I appreciate that. But honestly, going into the, let's just get into it because we were talking about work ethic and just finding time to do things you love. And the biggest thing for me is is your work ethic. That's why I wanted to bring you on and I want to get people that. to to really understand what it is to to grind it out, to put in work and reach their goals, right? So for you, your your story is you went to the OHL, you 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 definitely went far in, in hockey, and now you're trying out a lot of other things. Because we talk Certainly. and every time we talk, I feel like you're running another business. So tell us about your work ethic, like from OHL to now, and what developed the ability for you to continue to always work hard. Okay, that's a that's a load of questions. It's, <laughs> it's it's a good one though. It's a good one. So to put it in a nutshell, um, my work ethic comes from my parents for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, raised in Barrie, Ontario, uh, blue collar parents. My dad's a my dad's a journeyman. My mom was a house cleaner. So I understood at a young age, uh, seeing my parents leave early in the morning and coming back at uh, coming back at dinner time. Uh, I could see the work ethic through them, and uh, having a brother so close in age, mm-hmm. basically I used him as a, as a role model, and we were able to challenge each other back and forth. Um, that transpired to me playing uh, into the OHL, which was which was a dream come true. I played in Sarnia Sting for for five years there, and uh, obviously throughout that, you're moving away from home at a young age. You're 15 years old. It's uh, it's intimidating to say the least, but it's exciting. Um, with being in the OHL too, a, a lot of things are are on a timeline. So uh, thankfully, I was able to get invited to Buffalo Sabers, um, and then from there. I uh, played in the American League for Rochester for a bit in the East Coast. And long story short, <laughs> got a little bit of an injury. I fought way too much. And uh, <laughs> that kind of uh, transpired over to uh, me looking at a career in firefighting. Were you a goon? Was that, what you uh, was that the yeah, role on the team? Yeah, a little bit. Like Maybe, maybe we can add a clip to this. But yeah, I, I was... Uh, I fought, I fought quite a bit, man, probably yeah, unnecessary yeah. amount. Going back <laughs> at it now, if I was to have kids, I would say, hey, maybe work on your hands a little bit more instead of, uh, you know, working on your fists. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it helped me it helped me get a career. Um, it wasn't something that I like to do, but something that uh, I was proud to be able to stand up for my teammates. Mm. And uh, it took me pretty far in hockey. And then you went to the Buffalo Sabres uh, training camp? Yeah, so I was invited there as a free agent, thankfully. Nice. Uh, shout out to McDavid there. We played them in... Uh, we played them in the final. Uh, Wait, what do you mean, McDavid? You like you and him went together? Yeah. So shout out to McDavid because he was playing against us in Sarnia. They oh, absolutely shit. kicked their ass. But basically, <laughs> I was the guy that would skate around the ice and just follow him. So if he was in the, if he was hanging out on the red line and I was 
you know, the pucks in our end, I'm just sticking to that guy like, uh, like Lou. So I had a lot of eyes on me, thankfully, even though they were there to see McDavid, it, <laughs> it actually ended up transpiring that I got a, I got an invite out of Lex. We did a good job in the playoffs. Damn, that's dope. And for those, for anybody who doesn't watch hockey, I don't know who doesn't here, but if you don't know who Connor McDavid is, he, he is the best fucking NHL player yeah, in the certainly. NHL right now. One of the highest paid, I think second highest after Matthews now. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Matthews. What do you think sets. about the Matthews deal? Do you know what? Hey man, I think it's, I think it's well, de- <laughs> I think it's well deserved. Uh, I'm never going to be a couch quarterback and say, Hey, yeah. they doesn't deserve this much or what are they signing here? Um, I'm an avid watcher. I'm a supporter of the Leafs. So uh, go Leafs go. And it's, it's always next year. It's always next year. <laughs> Facts. Hey man, I've been a Leafs fan since 98, I guess. And yeah, it's always, we'll get up next year, man. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll figure yeah, it out. That, the seems, that seems to be the chime. <laughs> that's, I love that, bro. That's what it is. And in terms of the work ethic, because you talked about going from OHL to training camp and now I, I mentioned you run different businesses. What did you learn from the work ethic and the hard work that you had playing hockey? How has it developed and transpired into you starting your own things? And why did you want to start your own businesses? That's that's a great question. So when you're playing hockey at a high level, you, you have blinders on basically because that's what you need to focus on. Mm. And uh, transitioning out of hockey to, I'm going to say, real world because you're in such a different world when you're in that hockey mindset. Um, it gave me that free time and that ability to look outside of my reality of like what else is there in life and uh, what kind of pursued me to push a career in firefighting, especially in my businesses. Uh, I own a gutter clean company called Gutter Ghost and as well as an ice cream bike uh, called Daddy Chill. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy Chill. So uh, what transpired is obviously going back to that work ethic and uh, a lot of athletes, anyone at a high level can can totally relate to what I'm saying right now is your work ethic, your commitment, your dedication, um, your basically priorities in life uh, to get to a high level, that transpires to anything you do. So Mm. being a high-end athlete and and being able to achieve that, it was pretty effortless for me to transition that work ethic and that determination and that focus into my business path, into other careers in my life. I love that, man. Yeah, that's dope. And honestly, as a business owner myself, it is something that I learned as well playing baseball Mm -hmm. throughout my, I I think from... 10 years old to 21 I played um, and it was just a lot you learn like you said blinders on grinding putting in the work not even being sure if you're gonna make it anywhere right and just yes. having hope in yourself that it's gonna work out eventually is probably the hardest part about grinding and the most fun part about grinding but now like just hearing you say that you're thankful for that mm. right you're so thankful because yeah. you learn so many life skills and, uh, you know, when I have kids one day, I'm 100% going to put them in sports because it's beyond mm-hmm. just the physical fitness. It's the ability to be mentally resilient, yeah. uh, to deal with adversities. And now you're thankful in life, right? So beforehand, if something was to go wrong and not go your way, it's difficult for you to overcome that adversity because you don't have much, uh, I guess, past or much history maybe or much um much personal perspective on how to deal with that. But mm-hmm. now through sports and everything that you're going through, when that adversity comes, you're like, oh, here's just another, here's just another bump in the road. Exactly. Right? You're thankful for those difficult times because it obviously transpires into being resilient and being successful and overcoming adversities and continuing to push yourself. Yeah. And honestly, that's something I tell my clients a lot is, you know, some of them played sports, some of them Mm -hmm. didn't, but I tell them the same thing because we do community calls in my program. Every Monday and Saturday we meet up and we call and we talk about, you know, fitness, nutrition or mindset. We talk about mindset. I always tell them it's 
it, we can't look at things as problems, only solutions we haven't found yet, right? That's, but that's beautiful. But yeah, you know, that's yeah. something that I think to your point is what you develop and have an understanding of playing sports because I mean, the chances of going pro is less than 1%, right? And Certainly. You, yeah. you got to that level, which is sick. And then it's just something that you're like, wow, okay, this didn't work out. So how do I change the things around me to get to where I want to get to in another way? You that, know? that man, that's absolutely beautiful. That's actually quite stoic. That's like a stoic, yeah, almost like a stoicism philosophy <laughs> you have there. And the big thing that, that Raj just said there that I, I clued into right away and I can personally relate to is when you face an adversity or when you face a challenge in life, it's a tendency for humans to be in that self-doubt or be like, why did this happen to me? Why me? Mm. It's not going my way. Yep. That's not doing yourself any favors. It's when I'm in a, when I'm a difficult spot, um, whether that be mentally, whether that be physically, whether that be financially, you ask yourself, what are your solutions? Find a solution. You're not going to do yourself any any, any favors <laughs> exactly. at all by, by worrying or by feeling pity for yourself. You know, there's a few emotions that I, I really don't let myself feel. Not mm-hmm. in terms of I don't feel them at all, but when, as soon as I do feel it, I, I trigger it into another way or I turn it around. So sadness or, or worry or stress. Those things only happen because you're not sure how to find the solution of things, right? Or you're not sure how to handle the situation. But if you take those feelings and you just say to yourself, oh, I'm only feeling this because I don't know the answer yet. Beautiful. You need to find the answer. You're going to find the answer. I, I mean, if as long as you are in a, in a decent place, in a good place with yourself, you could you could take those emotions and turn them into okay, I'm only feeling this because I don't know what the answer is. So I might as well just try to find the answer, right? Yes, I'm going to take that. That was beautifully said. I'm going to take action. Look yeah. at it, like basically step yourself out. It's kind of what I got what you said there. Step yourself outside mm. from the situation and look at what advice can I give myself? Mm. So for instance, like if your friend's in a difficult, uh, you know, they're, they're in a difficult thing, they're asking for your advice, they're not sure where to go. It's so much easier for that person to say, hey, why don't you do A, B, and C? And then we sometimes catch ourselves when we're in that position that we're unsure what to do. Mm-hmm. So having that separation like you did there, or how you deal with it, is is a key indication on how to handle stressful situations. Put yourself outside the situation. Ask myself, what would I do if I was in this position? Yeah, but that's hard, man. Mm-hmm. It's hard for it a lot difficult. of people. And I'm lucky that I didn't really understand why or I don't really know why but talking to a lot of people I started to understand what the reason is and a lot of it is just self-belief mm-hmm. it's it's a lack of it which is why I wanted to bring this podcast out which is a big reason why I want to create the podcast is to show people that it's the only reason that we don't achieve the goals we want is because we lack the self-belief and me I've I've spent a lot in money and investment in my own business on myself mm-hmm. right that a lot of people might be like holy crap like you're crazy that doesn't make any sense but at the end of the day the only reason why you wouldn't or you would take it is the difference of self-belief you have. I just have self-belief that I will make it work. And what is the worst case scenario? Money comes and goes. I can get a job. I can figure it out after. It's it's okay, right? So it's one of those things that you just have to have belief in yourself to, to get it done. Certainly. So like hearing that, you're kind of talking about almost taking calculated risks in a way. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this, I think it's uh, Mark Zuckerberg says this, but it, it's so, so I'm, I'm probably going to butcher this here a bit, but it, it goes along the lines of taking no risks is the worst risk that you can't take. So basically in a world that yeah. is ever changing, you sitting there or you not making a motion or t- taking an action on something that is in your head, something that you're subconsciously thinking about is being detrimental to basically your future or what you can achieve in life. So whether that be 
like uh, like Raj just touched on, uh, a lack of self-confidence, a lack of, hey, I'm going to like, you know, I'm never going to make it or why even start? It's going to be uphill, especially in fitness, right? Mm -hmm. Like how many clients oh. have you had that will say, hey, oh, like, oh, no, maybe I'm not going to do it. Like I'll start it on, I'll start it on Monday. Right. Oh, or I'll man. do that. I'll do that next week. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, it's all that for it's called the domino effect. Right. When mm -hmm. you're stacking up the dominoes, it could be very intimidating. You don't want to hit one over. You don't want to start back from the start. But once you have that lined up and you hit that first one, it's truly just like a, what's the word? Almost a, like a ricochet effect yeah. that the dominoes will fall and you'll start getting motion and momentum's the biggest thing. So it's that day one. OK, checked it off. I did X, Y, Z. Now I'm going to show up tomorrow, day two, day three, day four. Next thing you know, it's going to be a month. Mm -hmm. And now you're developing habits, now you're developing confidence, now you're developing some sort of rhythm mm -hmm. that you can carry on into whatever that may be in your life. And it's funny that you talked about wait till Monday because that is the last question I ask every guest. I think the listeners know this, that that is the last question I ask the, every guest on the episode is what do you have to say to people that wait till Monday? So it's going to be cool for you to reiterate it again, uh, but you already kind of answered the question, right? You just got to go after it. And in terms of the gym and fitness and talking about, you know, my clients and some of them struggling or before they even start the program, right? Or working with me, it, it is a lot of, I don't know if I could do this. I don't know if it's going to be worth it for me. I don't know if I'm going to be successful, all that stuff, right? And a lot of it has to do with time management as well. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are busy, right? That's just a no-brainer. People have work, people have things to do. So for you, with the businesses you're running, with your firefighter as well, full-time, out here saving lives, thank you very much. <laughs> um, like, how do you balance being a firefighter, running businesses, and getting into the gym? How do you really do that? How many days a week do you work out? And just tell us how you balance it. Okay, so that's that's a great question. So going back to balancing, it's what are your what are you prioritizing in your life? is the most crucial thing so uh and, and also finding a system that works for you so you got it you got to play once again it goes back to stepping outside your comfort zone so if you're someone that works on a tight agenda like i'm this from one o'clock to two o'clock i'm doing this or if you're somebody that is more i'm going to be a journal i'm going to be a journalist i'm going to whatever i'm going to write down my thoughts you got to figure out a routine that works for you and almost like a method that you can kind of cook up and work off of so you're constantly tweaking that so for instance, how I balance, uh, I'm, a, I'm a firefighter, professional firefighter in, uh, with Oshawa Fire Services. Uh, I run the Gutter Ghost business there, which is gutter cleaning and maintenance, and then Daddy Chill, which is our ice cream bike. I so love it. That's a how, great name. Oh, it's a great name. It's a great name. It's actually the Daddy Chill is based off of the, the meme, right? Yeah, probably, I know exactly. I don't want to say it. I don't yeah, want to say yeah, it. Yeah, no, tone, totally you, get it. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what I'm saying there. Yeah. So for me, it's always about prioritizing and time management. So with fire, that's, that's a big blessing in the job is that you only work those seven 24-hour shifts a month. Um, so that gives you time in the side to work on other ambitions or other projects. Um, so once again, it really comes back down to prioritizing. For instance, a lot of people, nothing against this, you'll crush the the full season of Game of Thrones that night. <laughs> and then you'll wake up the next day and say, oh man, I don't have time in my life. You have time, you're just not adequately using it. Mm. And uh, I think Logan Paul said it best, like life, life isn't short, you're just not doing enough. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, I, I always remind myself as well is being accountable. So when I lay in bed at night, I put my head, putting my head to the pillow, I always want to have that, that thought, did I accomplish what I set out to do? Did I stick to the plan? Was there an adversity that came up? Did I overcome that? And then at the end of the day, when I wake up in the morning, what is it that I'm going to do? So setting uh, you know, for me, what I do is I'll set out everything in the morning. So I'm going to the gym, I'll almost basically set up my own routine the night prior. Mm -hmm. So when I wake up in the morning, I'm ready to go. I'm once again, getting back in that momentum flow and I'm ready to take the day head on.
Yeah, that's exactly what I like about what you said in the last part, which is, did I accomplish my goals for the day? And it's just stacking up small wins, right? It's if you could stack up small wins and and you tell yourself every night, right? Let's say you start a business or you are, let's talk about fitness journey because everybody that listens to this is is on their fitness journey mostly. Um, You know, maybe they're not losing weight in the first month or the first two months or whatever it may be, right? But if you go to bed saying, you know what? I ate right today. You know what? I went to the gym this week or I went to the gym today. I didn't feel like it. You know what? Instead of watching Netflix, I went for a walk. These things, are going to add up and another thing is guys everybody's body's different you're going to lose weight and lose fat at a different rate so don't worry about it just keep trying harder and doing more or doing what you're doing because there's no point of giving up on it you're going to end up not losing any weight and not getting healthier at all if you just give up right Mm -hmm. and the stacking up small wins is very big look at your day and be grateful that you actually did it because nobody's very grateful right Mm -hmm. nobody everybody just takes everything for granted and everything feel everybody feels like everything should just come their way and it should just happen if i'm putting in work well not really sometimes the work you're putting in isn't even effective work it's just it's just busy work that actually has nothing to do with the place you want to get to, the goals you want to reach. And in terms of what you talked about, how, what did Logan Paul say you said? He said, he said, life's not short. You're just not doing enough. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. funny because in university, me and my girlfriend, we noticed that we're like, man, we're on our phones a lot, mm-hmm. right? We feel like oh, I need to study. I need to go to work. I need to go to class, blah, 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 blah. Right. And I was like, okay, let's look at how much time we're spending on social media. So this is before I started the business, but now I'm on my phone all the time, but only to run my own thing. But back in the day, I was on the, f- I was on Instagram probably about, an hour and a half a day which to me I'm like, that's a lot of damn time and she was on it mm-hmm. maybe a little bit less or just about the same amount we got that down to about 22 minutes one week and then to eight minutes the next week very quickly because yes we just yeah. we just said okay fuck it like we're gonna have to do this so let's do it when it got down to eight minutes you, it's almost like the world is a different place. It's almost like you're actually living. You're not just stuck on your phone. You're trying to do what you need to do. You're trying to, you know, just just talk to people, be more human. And just you have more time to enjoy things and mm-hmm. not feel like, oh, I have to do this now. Oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. Because your time is back. You're not wasting away every second scrolling. And the other thing is, man, I think a lot of people don't realize how much time they spend on it because it's so addicting. The dopamine in there just makes you enjoy it a lot, right? So if you can cut down your social media time, guys, listen, we cut it back from an hour and a half to eight minutes every single day. That's literally an hour workout that you could do, a 30-minute workout. You go for a walk for the other 30 minutes. You have time. We just don't understand how much of it is being used somewhere else. You know what I mean? One, 100%. And like what Rogers touched on there is once him prioritizing his time and almost like a timestamp of where his time is going. So you, mm. you, yeah, you said that you said that perfectly, right? And it's going back to it's going back to that understanding of put your head to the pillow at night. Do you want to think of oh my god, I saw that you know that funny TikTok of a hamster <laughs> spinning <laughs> off of a wheel, or do you want to look back and say hey, I looked at my list today, I checked off you know A B C, mm-hmm. I got my stuff ready for the next day, and I and I'm ready to go. And another thing that I'm sure you face you face a lot of this, mm-hmm. especially with clients coming to you, is the continuous. Um, uh, I guess, judgment or misinformation that comes with fitness and social media, yeah. right? Because clients want, you know, yeah. if you're, whatever it may be, if you're, your your fitness goal is to lose X amount of weight, you see all these things of like, oh, yeah, just eat celery or, <laughs> you know, do XYZ oh, cardio fuck. for so much longer. Yeah. You'll be like this in two weeks, right? Like, I'm sure you have experience with that. And yep. I'm kind of curious, like, what do you tell your, like, what do you tell yeah. your clients coming in? Like, is it say, hey, stay off social media? I yeah, imagine yeah. that's not a healthy thing. What's kind of some, 
Like what's some advice that you give to your clients? Yeah, that's actually a great question. Happy you asked that because it's going to help a lot of people. So one, comparison is big, right? I think everybody looks online at the influencers and fitness people and they think that, okay, they look like that. So I have to look at that or I can look like that. And you can look like that. But understand, first of all, I tell them, listen, almost everything that you see is going to be photoshopped. If not photoshopped, then lighting. Lighting is big. Mm-hmm. They they will, maybe not everything's photoshopped, but lighting is big. And, and I'm, I do it too. I make sure good lighting is there sometimes, right? And yeah, we're wanna, all guilty. We're all yeah, guilty. You know, it is what it is, right? But I just say, listen, lighting is going to be there. That's what they do for a living. So they have all the time in the day to do that. As well as, you know, your quick fix to try to get there is probably not what they did. Honestly, they did put in a lot of work. They put in a lot of effort and they put in a lot of hours to get that body. So why do you think that doing a celery cleanse is gonna help you get yeah. to that body. It's not, right? So what yeah. I tell them, I was like, guys, what you need to understand is if for the first part is if you look at a diet and you can't do it for more than two years, don't try it for two weeks. Secondly, if your goal is the fastest fat loss that you could possibly get, you need to make sure that you look at it for the rest of your life and not just two weeks. And I know it's it's weird. It doesn't make sense to a lot of people because they want fat loss in two weeks, but the fastest fat loss you're going to get is the fat loss that's sustainable. Mm-hmm. So when I try to break it down like that and I try to under, I try to help them understand that, hey, we need to build muscle. We need to eat a little bit more food over time and increase your metabolic rate and all this stuff. Obviously, we go into detail when I talk to them, but the biggest thing I tell them is this. If you can't do it for more than two years, don't try it for two weeks. Secondly, we can't compare. I don't tell them to stay off social media. I'm not the mm-hmm. parent. Like, you know, most of my clients are all older than me, so I can't totally. really, you totally. know, what am I going to yeah, say? Yeah. yeah, you know, like, auntie, don't do that. You know, like, I can't do that. So the biggest thing I tell them is that comparison is a thief of joy. You're not going to be able to sustain this. And your goal is to do this in a healthy way. Your goal is to do this long term. So why do you think that eating celery juice, drinking celery juice or eating no carbs or doing this and that is going to be healthy? So I break it down in a way of helping them understand and not just giving them just like a end all be all kind of statement. It's I help them understand the process that they're going through. And I also help them understand the or help them have the gratification of their journey. Because a lot of times, right, you can get very good results. You can start seeing progress. You can start doing this. But the problem is when you look at the online people and look at influencers and and actors and actresses, we just think, oh, my God, like, when am I ever going to look like that? It's Mm -hmm. not going to happen. But you're not looking, you're only looking into the future that is going to happen, but you're not looking at how far you've come in the past. So once I tell them that, once I tell them, hey, look at your progress picture and I show them progress picture. So I tell Mm -hmm. them, hey, look at what you did week one. Now we're two months into it. Look at your body. Aren't you happy with this? Aren't you happy and grateful that your body is changing? This is meant for you. You can actually do it. Just stay on the path. Don't change it up. Don't change things that you think are going to make a quick fix because you're doing things right. Mm -hmm. You just have to trust yourself. It goes back to the belief, right? Believe in yourself believe in me, I'm your coach, I'm going to help you, right? But 100%. it's it's one of those, that is the hardest conversation to have with them to, to try to get them to understand. But I'm very lucky that a lot of them are, they do have the mindset of, hey, I'm going to do this long term because I don't take on every client. Like I, I really don't because if your mindset is, I just want quick things, I want this and that. I will send you free eBooks. I will send you things that you can learn by yourself. And then when you're ready, you can come and work with me. But it's just giving them the idea of, hey, you got to do this long term. And, and, and kind of what you touched on there is like quality over quantity, right? Um, and also the, like what I got out of that too, is it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint, yeah. right? It's a marathon, 100%. not a sprint. Cause we're, we're, we're in a, we're in a world right now that we want that instant gratification. Mm-hmm. You want that now you don't want to put in, you know, like you said, the, the two years in advance. And it's, sometimes it's so difficult to kind of, kind of check yourself on mm-hmm. a daily instead of being, just be in that present moment, especially in fitness, be in that present moment and know that each time. And I say this to my friends that are, are just getting new into yeah. fitness that each time that you show up at the gym, you don't have to be there for three and a half hours doing some crazy <laughs> workout, uh, you know, like you said, drinking celery juice up, up the <laughs> yin yang. You just have to keep showing up 
and doing the right thing. Each time you show up to that gym, you're with a good trainer like Raj, shout out. You're, <laughs> you're, you're showing up and you're checking off one of those boxes to what you're, you know, to, to getting closer towards your end goal. So it's about showing up and staying consistent because I imagine that's something too, no matter what it is, if it's in fitness, if it's in your business journey, if it's in taking a risk, if it's in a relationship, like you're going to, you're going to go through ups and downs, mm-hmm. right? So uh, like kind of, I'm curious as well is when you see your clients going through these ups and downs, what's mm-hmm. something that you kind of reiterate to them? Is it like, hey, like look where you started or mm-hmm. is it like, what is going on? Do you kind of break that down from more of a, like a personal perspective or is that like a comparison to this is where you're at, you're, you know, you're doing all the right things, yeah. you gotta stay with it. Yeah, so when it comes to the ups and downs of clients, there's usually two ups and downs that they face from okay. my experience. One is the weight. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a big person on focusing on weight or the scale and all that crap. It's just about how your body is adapting, the body fat going down, the definition coming in, the muscle getting there and the getting stronger, right? So we don't focus on the scale, but if they do want to use the scale as their measure of progress, I help them understand fluctuations are normal. Okay. I help them understand that hormonal balance is going to change with whether you have stress, whether it's the food you're eating, whether it's um, the strength you're building. A lot of that's going to play in part with your weight. But when I explain to them the weight fluctuation, I tell them this. You got to be, you got to understand that some of them, you know, under started at 200 pounds, right? And they fluctuated from 205 to 208, right? That's a, that's a regular fluctuation. And then they go down to 180 pounds. So they lost 20 pounds, right? But now their fluctuation is 180, 188. So when they go from 180 to 188, after three months, they're worried, they're scared. They're like, oh my God, like I, I'm, I'm gaining weight. I'm gaining fat. This is not going to be good. Well, technically you're still down 20 pounds. Your fluctuation level just changed. Mm -hmm. So that is the easiest way to break it down for them. And they, they breathe, they feel better. The second one is just life stuff, right? So whether it's, you know, something happened to their family or maybe they're stressed or work is getting a little bit busier. That's when I'm a little bit more understanding. And I say, Hey, you know what, let's change up the plan. Let's do 20 minute workouts instead of an hour. And let's stack up the small wins. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to not do anything. If you have 20 minutes, you have 20 minutes. So why don't we just do a quick little 20 minute workout? Something's better than nothing. Something is always better than nothing. So Mm -hmm. that's another way we build back momentum. So the only two times that they go through ups and downs and most people do is with the weight and they get discouraged. Just understand your fluctuation levels have changed Two, it's as well as life circumstances, busy consistency. So just understand that something is always better than nothing and you might as well stack up small wins as opposed to zero wins to get you to where you want to get to that's kind of how i maneuver through clients and their ups and downs yeah yeah then and even those ups and downs right when you it's like a roller coaster it's like an analogy yeah. of a roller coaster right you're going up you're you know you're you're kind of nervous and you're excited then you go down and you're like oh my god like i just want to get off this ride <laughs> you know the not the next hump is coming right yeah. you know like life comes and goes and mm-hmm. and you're you're going to go through those difficult times and you go through those great times mm-hmm. right so like you said on your fitness journey there like it's not always going to be the smoothest ride no but you know at the end when you get off that ride you're going to be so thankful that you took that yeah, journey man. and it's just like life so that's what i tell all my clients and i'm sure you've gone through your ups and downs mm-hmm. as well right we talk all the time so we know you know we i, I see what's happening but in terms of just life in general that's that it literally relates and correlates your fitness journey in life your life is not going to be same every day things are going to happen work is going to be like this boss is going to be like this your spouse your kids or mm-hmm. whatever the hell is happening right but what you got to understand is that when those things happen when life happens you should only focus on what you can't control and that's mm-hmm. just what you can do. You can't control how somebody else reacts. You can't control what other people do. You can't control how your the, the amount of work your boss is going to give you. Right? You can't you can't control those things. What you can do is control your emotions, control how you react. And when you can control how you react and you can control your emotions, you're going to find a lot of peace in life. Mm-hmm. And when you find that peace, 
your cortisol levels, which is your stress hormone, is gonna balance out all the time. You're gonna have moments where you're gonna be where you're gonna want to explode, but control it, breathe, and understand that oh, I actually don't need to explode. I can just take take the things that are happening right now and figure out how to attack them, tackle them, figure them out, find the solution because there's no problems, only solutions that you haven't found yet. Right? Mm-hmm. That's a great full circle. Eh? That that that's a, that's <laughs> man, that's a beautiful full circle and a lot of things, man. Too, I I found with fitness or. Or friends that are uh, girls that I have in my life that are you know they're they're they say oh, I don't got time for the gym I'm so stressed out. Oh my it's, god! It's 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 the irony in that when people say I am so stressed out I don't have time for the gym mm-hmm. I can tell you and I'm sure you can relate but the gym for me is like that's my therapy right so mm-hmm. even uh, being on firefighter we we deal with like a lot of difficult uh, a lot of difficult calls mm-hmm. uh, a lot of things that are very difficult for the, the you know the. Uh, for most people, average, to, yeah, yeah. For most people person, to, yeah. yeah. For most people to see, and and, and you got to continue on, and you got to show up the next day, and you got to show up for the people uh, mm-hmm. in need for sure. So the gym for me has always been my therapy. So that's something yeah. going back to you're talking about priorities and 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 you know making the time and and stacking those small wins. The gym is a sanctuary. So for anyone that's saying, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm too stressed, I don't have time for the gym. <laughs> I'm telling you, you got time, like Raj says, if that's 20 minutes, that 20 minutes is going to make you feel so good to get in there, get that sweat, alleviate that, uh, you know, that mental pain that you may be going through, alleviate that stress. Yeah. And there's a lot of studies, uh, Ivy League schools that do studies on exercise and mental health, Mm -hmm. right? Exercise and your stress factors and your ability to control your stress. The more you exercise or the more consistently you exercise, the better mental health you're going to have, the better physical health, right? And everything goes hand in hand. So to your point, you've got to prioritize, right? And when I actually, when I tell my clients is when you make your weekly schedule and they make the weekly schedules on Sunday nights, I tell them it just takes 10 minutes. You know what you're doing. Just write it out. I tell them the gym should either be a top two to three priority. If you have no kids, it's the second option. It's the second thing that should go in your calendar after work. If you have kids, it's the third thing that goes into your calendar. Okay, I like that. That's just, if your priority in life is fat loss, you need to prioritize it. It's it's that simple, right? Mm -hmm. If your priority is to gain muscle, you need to prioritize getting muscle and the gym. If your priority, if your priority is getting healthier, you need to prioritize healthy activities. You can't just hope that it's going to happen and things going to happen, just like anything else you want to do, right? Mm-hmm. So you need to make it a priority. And I love that you said that before. And it's 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 past the it's almost past the part of just manifesting something. Yeah. Because you can manifest it's it's thinking, <laughs> but it's manifesting and actually taking that yeah. action, right? So have someone that can hold you accountable. Have a trainer like Raj. Have have friends in your life that are showing up to the gym yeah. or people that uh, you know have achieved a lot in their life that can show that discipline can show that dedication have experiences going through adversities and up and downs like you want to make sure you're also surrounded by a good group of people right so i yeah. imagine even people in your life and your fitness journey uh, you you must have mentors that you've even mm-hmm. you know bounce things off going back and mm-hmm. forth but having those people in your life is 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 crucial well your circle is big right mm-hmm. and the people you hang around is big guys this is the first time me and josh have hung out outside of the gym and That's, look how yeah. easy this conversation <laughs> is right it's just you got to find the people that are going to help you excel in your life and excel to where you want to go to right that's just how it is you can't be hanging around people that just want to party all the time or do whatever all the time listen you should do it i like my glass of wine i like going out to nice dinners i like doing these things with my girlfriend and friends but i make the time after the priorities right after my business taking care of my clients and after the gym then i will prioritize other things right so it's priority it's who you hang around it's who you uh, it's who you want to get to right and i always say this the person that you want to becomes deserves 
the person right now to show up as much as they can. That's gorgeous. That's, that's just that's that's what it is. And it starts with priorities, the people you hang around, the gym, taking care of yourself, whatever you want, right? And with that, you've already mentioned before, you, you just got to prioritize. And you mentioned even the beginning, which was the people that talk about, oh, I'll wait till Monday, I'll do this. Okay. Let's, let's go into it. What, because everybody knows I asked this question, what do you have to say directly to those people okay. that say, I'm going to wait until Monday to start? What do you have to say to them? Okay, I'll, I'll keep it I'll keep it short <laughs> and sweet here. Why? Why wait? So you're going right back to procrastination. Procrastination is the root of all evil. And that's the last thing that you want to be thinking in your head. When it's your time, it's on your deathbed, you're laying in bed at night by yourself is why am I not taking action? Because you know inside better than anyone else. You know that little voice that's saying, oh, I'm going to do it the other day. I'm going to do it. Oh, it's not perfect. You're never going to have the perfect situation. You're never going to have the perfect time. It's never going to be, okay, I got all my ducks in a row. That's just the wrong mentality in my opinion. Mm -hmm. It's just starting. Taking that first step, waiting till Monday is not going to do you anything. It's not going to do you anything. What's going to change from Monday to starting tomorrow on a Friday? There's nothing that's going to dictate that. It's not like Monday you're going to become, you know, a super superman or or a superwoman. There's nothing that is going to influence the change and what results you're going to get. And taking that first step when things aren't smooth sailing, when things aren't perfect, when you don't have an ample amount of time you'll be more thankful that you started today and then procrastinate and live with regret. Exactly. It's just like you said, it's going to bed and saying, did I achieve my goals today? Certainly. Right. And I hear this part all the time in December, right? When mm. Christmas comes and New Year's resolutes. Yeah, all that Year's stuff, Rezos. right? Which is cool. I'm happy people are setting goals. But when people, when it's December 1st and people come to me saying, Raj, I don't know, I'm just going to start January. There's a lot of things going on. I say, what the hell is going to change from now until January? Exactly. You're going to have birthdays. You're going to have events. You're going to have family things. You're going to have so many things happening. The, Christmas is one day. Maybe you got to go for a week of events, right? You could do that in the summer too. The, the time of the year doesn't matter. You People just think that, or a lot of people just think that, oh, you know what, I'm just going to be busy, so I might as well just wait until it's perfect timing. There's no such thing as perfect timing, guys. We all know this, which is the most interesting part about why people say, I'll wait till Monday, and you shouldn't wait till Monday. I'll do it later. Yeah, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. It's like, yeah. it doesn't make sense to me because it's never going to be perfect. You might as well start when it's not perfect because then when things are a little bit better, it's going to be easier. Oh, and there's and there's so much beauty to that too. Like that's, uh, I find myself sometimes like a, uh, like a, like a bit of a squirrel brain, right? Where I get so excited <laughs> about starting something new. And, and trust me, like uh, I know Raj can relate and a lot of people listening to this. There's such a beauty and, 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 and I don't want to say failure, but there's such a beauty and failure in a way mm -hmm. that even if you do start Monday and the day doesn't go great, the day went great, yeah. right? If you have a hard time at the gym and, you know, you know, Raj kills you on the on the stairmaster or maybe <laughs> you're gonna be like, oh my god, that was so tough. But your body, your mind, yourself are gonna be so thankful that you put yourself through that, that you got that momentum building, that you put that first block down on the tower, and you're gonna show up tomorrow, and you're gonna show up Wednesday, and you're gonna show up Thursday. You're gonna be so thankful that you took that first step. And failure is just a learning experience. Beautiful. Right? The yeah. the earlier you fail, the quicker you're gonna to get to your goal. Right. You almost get excited for it now too, yeah. right? When something doesn't go your way, yeah. you're you're excited in an odd way. It's an odd, and it comes over time. Not like everything. I'm not saying, yeah, hey, yeah, my, yeah, my yeah. tires blew it on the highway. Yeah, yeah, I'm so you. happy about this. <laughs> but when things don't go your way, or when you're, I want to say, don't go. When things don't go smoothly, mm. there's such an opportunity to learn. It's mm -hmm. like that old thing. And in, for instance, in hockey, I learned so much more 
by having an off game or when our team loses or, you know, when I make a, you know, not the greatest play that costs us a goal mm-hmm. than playing a quote unquote perfect game. Right. So that's why you see all the greats, whatever it may be. They don't talk about, oh, I want all these trophies. I'm the best. They talk about the difficult times that they had. They mm-hmm. talked about the adversities that they faced because that is truly what uh, truly what develops you. Right. That is what truly makes outliers and what p- makes people unique is their ability to use adversities, to use difficulties, to uh, to gain that momentum and to to come through, right? Yeah, and that's that was beautiful. I'm not going to add too much to that because that was exactly what I always say. So, Josh, appreciate you for having me on uh, the podcast. And guys, check out his podcast. Check out his businesses. Say them again, just one more time for the people. Yeah, we got a lot going on here. Uh, <laughs> so we got uh, Getter Ghost, Getter Clean Maintenance, Markham's number one, baby. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then we got... Uh, Daddy Cho, which is a uh, ice cream and catering bike, and we got a little something new on the horizon. So yes, we might be uh, we might have to rerun this podcast <laughs> in, uh, in a month or so and, uh, and and touch base on that. Always down to have you, man. That was great. I appreciate you. So guys, remember, don't wait. Just start. You'll learn faster. You'll grow faster. You'll get to want to get faster if you just start. All right. So I appreciate you guys. The links to my social medias are down below. If you need help with anything fitness related, nutrition related, or your goals, check them out. You can apply to my program, or you can just reach out to me, and I will see how I can help. All right, so I appreciate you guys for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.